3: It's Rick Tittle. Hey.
4: Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Tittle Sports with Rick Tittle. That's me. Get it, got it, good. Vessel with the pestle, that is brew, that is true. The chalice with the palace. anybody remember Court Jester with Danny K? It doesn't matter. We're here to talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics. Quit a Trillabowl, chess, checkers. That's right. Football, baby. America's sport the way the good Lord intended it. But all that under one roof, the Costco of Sports Talk. Sports. Come on in at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't know why I get twangy when I say football. It's just hard to say football. It's football. Come on. 1-800-878-7529. Hello to everyone listening on American Forces Radio Network. Perhaps you are in Deutschland. Or maybe you're listening in Japan. Can't imitate that language. That would be racist. That's the way it works now. Oh, I can do all the fake German language I want. It's actually real. That ain't racist. (laughs) Just got to know what year you're in. You got to know what you're doing. It's like I heard a, a comedian's on a pod and it says, if you guess a white guy's name? like What was that guy's name? Bob Jones, Bill Taylor, Phil Thompson? But you can't guess a Chinese guy's name. What was the guy's name? Bing Bong? It's like, oh, racist. And it's true. He sound horribly racist. What was the guy's name? Ching Chang? You gotta know where you are, and what's, what year it is, and what's the temperature of the nation. And as Ron Barr says, once you say something, you don't get it back. And he's right. get it back. So let's have three hours of regrets. Martin Owen, director of a new movie, Max Cloud, is going to join us. Jennifer Freeman, the gorgeous actress, very talented, will join us as well. But other than that, open lines. So come on in. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Everybody, come on
5: the number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. What's in-store this holiday at Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax knowing they'll soon be there.
6: Now at Staples, save 25% on UPS expedited
5: shipping services. Plus, take up to 30% off select shipping supplies, like boxes, tape, and padded mailers. Shop in-store or get it same day with Instacart. And save on holiday shipping
6: at Staples. In-store only. Offers end one See store for details. Instacart not available on shipping services. Fees, taxes, additional terms, and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability.
4: for that and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have you with us. And it's great to welcome our guest right now, Hollywood director Martin Owen. He has a brand new movie called Max Cloud and it is coming out from our friends on Welgo USA uh, and that's going to be on the 18th of this month. First of all, welcome to the show, Martin. Is it Max Cloud or is it the Intergalactic Adventures of Max Cloud? Tell me what the official name is now.
9: Um the the actual the actual title um is 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 Max Cloud, but essentially the um the video game in which the movie, the fictional video game the movie is based around is called the Intergalactic Adventures of Max Cloud. So it can be either. It can be either. <laughs>
4: Very well. Now, this is a great scenario for a video game movie because it starts off with a young teenage girl named Sarah and she finds an Easter egg in what is basically a uh, a Genesis game. And uh, then it, uh, the fun ensues, doesn't it?
9: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly that. You know, it's about this central protagonist, um, Sarah, who finds herself propelled into the Max Cloud video game um, and into the the avatar of Jake who is not the hero but is kind of the hapless sidekick
4: and you know when I think about Tron which was you know a great movie that when I was in high school and of course they had yep. the remake a few years ago Olivia Wilde and others but this one um, this movie has a lot of humor it's just it's a
9: lot of fun isn't it it is it is I think that's the key thing you know it's we want, you know, we want people to enjoy the movie and have fun with it. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, the movie is utterly ridiculous. Um, and, you know, that was what we always set out to make. Not a movie that takes itself seriously, but be kind of, be very aware. It's almost the movie's kind of poking fun in itself, really. Um, and I think, you know, with the, with the year that everybody's had, I think everybody needs fun movies, not bleak, not bleak movies.
4: No doubt about it and i would think as someone who is shooting this movie and then of course with well, your editors and post as well you know some of the fight sequences fast action you know it's just really over the top almost like street fighter type of combos mortal combat type of sort of side scrolling fights yeah. that must have been fun to do
9: oh it was, it was great i mean we were we were very fortunate um, to have um, the fight choreographer Andy Long, um, who's part of the Jackie Chan stunt team, um, which obviously was, was great for Scott as well. Um, so the kind of the whole the whole idea was that we would kind of create these fight sequences that mirrored um, video game styles, as you mentioned, like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, um, and each each one each fight in the movie is. Styled slightly differently as a sort of a, a nod to just different genres of video games um so it's, it's nice that people are picking up on that i'm really pleased
4: yes and we had uh, scott atkins the uh brummy a couple of months ago to talk about this show and uh yeah. i mean if you're looking to cast a guy who can act and uh who knows how to fight i guess you could you couldn't do worse than him could you no,
9: no, he's great. I mean, Scott's, fan- Look, Scott's fantastic. And I think for Scott, it was such a, you know, such a, a departure to be doing something that is literally, you know, it's, it's, it's lots of action and, and everything, but it's, it's an out-and-out comedy. Um, and, you know, Scott had done movies where there was moments of comedy in them, but a kind of complete all-in comedy like this was a new thing for him. And I like, personally think he is hilarious.
4: I also think, by the way, a couple more questions for Martineau and director of Max Cloud, which is out from well Go USA on the 18th. Um, there's sort of a stigma, as you know, that video game movies, at, you know, nine times out of ten, they don't live up to the game. I guess the good thing here is because it's a fictional game and because this is, um, you know, sort of a satirical look at it, uh, you don't fall into that category. This is a brand new thing, and uh, that's why it's good, Right.
9: Absolutely, I, th- I think with a lot of a lot of you know movies based around existing video games, there's, there's the expectation, and also you know to deliver the tone correctly in a movie of the of the game. But with us, it's a new thing. You know, we could we could do whatever we wanted. You know, so we could be as in your face and ridiculous and over the top as as, as the movie is.
4: <laughs> now, what was the genesis behind this project? Are you personally a uh, a gamer as well? Did you have the genesis?
9: Yes, yes, I did. So in the, in the UK, um, the, the, the Genesis was um, actually called the Sega Mega Drive. Um, so I don't, don't know why. I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I had, um, had a Genesis and I've always been big into video games. And I just always liked the idea of doing a movie, you know, kind of set around that era of games and that era of movies as well. Because, you know, I particularly enjoy movies from that era as well.
4: So, what would it be when you think about um, putting together a movie like this and, and I would think that something like this, there would be a million different things where hey why don't we do this why don 't we do that Because you really have carte blanche to take it where you want, so, yes, as a know. director, how did you hold all that together uh,
9: that's a good question uh, did I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I i think I think it's um really you know all about the I guess any movie starts and stops with the screenplay, and um, you know I wrote this screenplay um, with Sally, uh, Sally Collard, who was, you know, the two of us wrote it together, and it was it was good. You know, we had it; we were just kind of bouncing things backwards and forwards in terms of like ideas and 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 jokes. And you know, the, the, the movie isn't full of kind of punchline jokes. It's it's funny because the characters and the actors are so committed to their parts. You know, they're not they're not they're not kind of playing lots of sort of one-liner one line jokes. So, um, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was interesting. It was, the whole thing was a very organic process, um, and I'm just very pleased that it kind of turned out as I you know, initially, uh, I initially envisaged the film to be.
4: And from my time in England, correct me if I'm wrong, you sound like a northerner, am I right? I am. This is my posh voice. I'm doing my, uh, this is my <laughs>
9: posh voice.
4: <laughs> Where <laughs> like, are you from? I'm
9: just near Newcastle.
4: Oh, I say um, you're a Geordie. I was going to guess that yeah, yeah, yeah no i
9: if I came on and just did my normal voice, then people would think I was speaking a different language, so yeah i''m, uh, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting my best voice on
4: <laughs> so uh are you you are you a big shot around town then mr Hollywood director
9: <laughs> I, I don't know that I don't, I don't, I don't know if i't I don't I'm not sure about that um but I tend to you know tend to kind of keep myself keep myself to myself really um my um you know, yeah. I sort of. It's in, I think it's just interesting. I think, as a you know, as a job, kind of directing films is an interest. It's 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 something people always want to talk to you about, if if it's something that they kind of don't come across every day. You know, which I I always enjoy. I'll talk to anyone about movies for hours upon end.
4: Yeah, no doubt. So um, uh, the other thing is, is now that people have gotten their their hands on this, and the public will get it here in a, in about a week or so, what kind of yeah. reaction? Uh, what kind of reception have you had?
9: I mean, so so far, majority of people seem to be understanding that you know it, the movie is very much aimed at you know people who like. You know, 80s, 90s pop culture, that sort of broad, if you like, kind of comic-con audience. And, you know, the movie doesn't take itself seriously. And, and, you know, we want people to have fun with it. So hopefully people... uh, That's what people take from the film. I think some people might watch it and be like, what the heck is this? But, you know, it's... I think if you you watch the movie and take it too seriously, then I think, you know, you've bought the complete wrong movie. (laughs) If you want to have fun, it's the movie to buy. If you want a serious... You know, Scott Aikins action sci fi adventure. You know, it's 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 not the one. You want it to sit, have fun, and feel good at the end of the movie.
4: Yeah, so it's not remains of the day, is it?
9: it it's 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 not quite. <laughs> it's not <laughs> You know what this no no, it's not
4: not quite. Tell me what you think of this comparison. Not so much I mean, obviously the Tron one is is there, but to me it sort of reminded me of of Big Trouble and Little China, the Kurt Russell movie in the 80s, because it's just kind of a fun immersion into this fantasy world.
9: Yeah, no, know, I, I, I absolutely, I mean, you know, that's, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm, honored by the comparison. I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. And for, for me, you know, it's kind of, I guess if I had to say what I was hoping to achieve, it would be a movie that was a mixture of, um Something like Big Trouble in Little China mixed with a movie, say like the Last Starfighter. Um, you know, it's 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 that sort, those sort of movies, just real fun romps. You know, and, and that's what I loved about movies of the era. They were like unashamedly telling the story, and they where they wanted to tell the story. So that's what we kind of tried to do.
4: Excellent stuff. We have been speaking with Martin Owen. Uh, Mr. Newcastle himself, director of Max <laughs> Cloud. It's available from our friends at Wellgo USA. Pick up the DVD on the 18th of this month, of course, starring the great Scott Adkins, who is on this show as well. Martin, congratulations on the film. It's a lot of fun, and uh, we'll catch up with you on your next project. Thank you, Rick. Take it easy, man. Nice to speak to you. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come back on Sports Byline.
2: That's 800-410-4771. Matthew. Oh. Oh,
11: sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
12: I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
13: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I
3: hear you, and I know it's because you care.
14: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
8: I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad.
6: I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating.
4: Well, 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 how about that? Welcome back to the show, and lines are available at 1-800-87A-PLAY. By the way, were it not for the pandemic, I would be on a plane to Philadelphia today uh, to do my show from the Army-Navy game tomorrow. At least, uh, At least doing my show from the I would imagine the same place I did it twice before, the Pennsylvania Convention Center, there at the old Reading Railroad downtown Philadelphia. Uh, but uh, like uh, just about everything else this year, it's been canceled or pushed back or truncated, whatever you want, trumpeted. And uh, therefore, I'm going to be doing my, <clears throat> I'll be having some of those guests, I should say, that I would be sitting down with. They'll still be made available. Um, including uh, Rocky Blyer, who I had on my show in person uh, at Super Bowl 50, and the great Napoleon McCallum, who was a mess officer on the USS Peleliu. By the way, you don't ever go to Annapolis to be a mess officer, but if you want to play for the Raiders whilst simultaneously keeping uh, your uh, military commitment, Make sure you get a billet at Long Beach like he did. And uh, and you work it out. You work it out. I'm working it out here. one eight hundred eight seven eight. 878 Let's hear it. one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Something that went down um, about a week ago that I didn't mention that I think as now that we're in the winter meetings with baseball and we have the Rule 5 draft coming up, and Major League teams were told, and especially, of course, those in the National League, to just act as if you will not be having a DH. And they're like, "Uh, okay, sounds good. Is the fact that Major League Baseball has revamped the way their low minors are going to work. You might remember that there were going to be uh, dozens and dozens of rookie ball teams and low A teams that were going to be getting the ax. And we've even had teams like the Fresno Grizzlies, who were a triple A team a long time with the Giants and then of the Astros. They've been told you need to go down to a ball or you're going to go out of existence, which has the Fresno mayor in I'm trying to help out that franchise right now. But just like with my Stockton Ports in the Cal League, they are now low A, not high A. But I was mostly thinking about, as I said, those rookie short season teams. And there are some leagues that will not be coming back. But luckily, a few of them got a bit of a reprieve from the governor. And that's only if they were able to... um, come to their own aid with their own cash. Now, what does that mean? Well, first of all, they announced a pair of developmental leagues. The formation of a brand new MLB draft league, and then a repurposing of the Pioneer League. So it keeps the Pioneer League alive. And those towns that support those teams, it keeps them going. Like, I can tell you that during the pandemic, the Idaho Falls Chuckers, which was the rookie advanced A for the Kansas City Royals, they actually ended up hosting American Legion games and broadcasting them on the local ESPN affiliate because their American Legion team was the national champs, and they had a full American Legion slate in Idaho. They never shut it down. They were playing teams in Montana and Utah as well. And even in Oregon, they were playing some teams. Washington State, Tri-Cities. And the local townspeople there in Idaho Falls, they had nothing else to do as far as live sports. So the sponsors came out and the fans came out. Not as much as they did for professional ball. But this is what these teams, and they were one of the lucky ones. They really were. But this MF, this ML Draft League is now going to be like the Cape. It's going to be a summer Woodbat League, and they're going to have six teams who are going to play a 68-game season in Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and New Jersey. So the MLB sales pitch for the prospects says that they will receive, quote, unprecedented visibility to MLB club scouts through both in-person observation and also state-of-the-art scouting technology and educational programming designed to prepare them for careers as professional athletes. All right, so that's basically repurposing the Appalachian League, and it's going to be a wood bat league for collegiate freshmen and sophomores. In other words, guys who aren't eligible for the draft yet, but it'll be called the draft league. But it's also another step in MLB's quest to control every aspect of American baseball from the majors on down. Now, there are still more than 40 teams that won't come back. Here are five of the teams in the Appalachian League that will stay there, or Appalachian League, as I've been corrected on before. And that is Mahoning Valley Scrappers, which used to be with the Indians, State College Spikes, which was formerly with St. Louis, Trenton Thunder, which was Yankees, West Virginia Black Bears, which was Pittsburgh, and the Williamsport Crosscutters, which was the Phil's. Then, as I mentioned, the Pioneer League, they're going to lose their affiliate status, and they're going to be known as a league partner. It's basically the same thing you get in the Atlantic Division, the American Association, and the Frontier League. In other words, Indie Ball. It's going to be Indie Ball. So the teams that will be in that, Billings Mustangs, which used to be Reds, Grand Junction Rockies, Rockies, used to be great falls voyagers which were white Sox. idaho fall chuckers which was royals as i mentioned missoula paddleheads which was d-backs ogden raptors were los angeles dodgers the northern colorado owls that used to be the Orem owls they're going to a town called windsor i believe in northern colorado where they're going to be building a baseball complex never heard of windsor colorado but i feel bad for Orem and the rocky mountain vibes which has one of the worst logos i've ever seen a guy in a lounge chair with flip-flops and shades. That was a Brewers affiliate. So What that means is those teams, like the Rockies and the Voyagers and the Chuckers, these independent teams, they now will survive and have baseball, but they need to go out and they need to get their own players, and then they need to sell those players to major league teams. So the Idaho Falls Chuckers could sign Bartolo Colon if they felt like it. Just like the Long Island Ducks had, you know, uh, Ricky Henderson and the Sugarland Skeeters had, uh, I already forgot his name. But <laughs> you can sign these independent guys to come in and keep their careers alive. But from what I understand, almost all of these teams are going to try to keep the age limit at 24 and down, they're going to try to develop guys. So who are they gonna sign? Well, think about 40 teams, and all those guys on all those teams, uh, they'll keep their affiliation in their organizations if they're wanted, but there's just not enough room for everybody. So it's gonna be a lot of those same guys who would've been playing in the Pioneer League anyway. So in other words, you're still gonna get good baseball for that level. It's not just guys off the streets there'd be no reason to sign Rick Tittle to play on that team because there's no chance of me a playing good baseball and b being able to be sold at a later date. So the biggest question is where are these little teams going to come up with the revenue to now pay? Because before when you had a team like the Sacramento river cats, the giants pay all those players because the river cats don't owe them. That's how the minor leagues used to work all over. So changes are coming, but like I said, it is good news for those teams. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports
15: Blend. <laughs>
1: Du
5: mein schönes Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil, the right filter, at the right price every day. Get five quarts of full synthetic mobile 1, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile 1 oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and 2 times Speed Perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participate in CarQuest locations. See store for details. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free, installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can, too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one
2: free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992.
5: Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details.
14: This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place littered with unmarked headstones no one visits no one leaves flowers but it doesn't have to be that way for as low as one dollar a day you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses we offer burial insurance plans that pay up to thirty thousand dollars considering the average funeral costs more than ten thousand dollars that's peace of mind for your family there are no medical exams your rates won't increase and your policy cannot be cancelled as long as you make your premium payments Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more
2: than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct.
6: You must be crazy. Use a D.O.G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened.
4: Goodness gracious, what is going on? By the way, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, show. Lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. All right, um, as I said, winter meetings are underway. And uh, we saw a couple of trades already. But let's go to those phone lines, and we have my main man, Charlie, in Manhattan. What's up, Charlie?
16: Hey, Rick. What's going on, buddy? Um, that's funny. Well you, <laughs> I just had an observation. Usually when people say, hey, how's it going, you don't wait for a response because you just assume you're doing well. So <laughs> I'll wait for a response. How are you doing, Rick? I'm doing all right. Yeah. How about you, Charlie? Um it's snowing here in in in, in the big apple. It, we actually That's have what i heard I heard
4: it was freaking freezing.
16: Oh, it's in the 20s. It's it's not fun to run in for sure. Um it is cold. It, it, it uh,
4: yeah, definitely.
16: Um anyway, uh I, I I know you're just talking about baseball, but I wanted to uh, I have a football and a basketball question, uh, and, and I have to add on a side note, our, our Raiders brought in Spencer Ware, which doesn't bode well for Jacobs being ready for this weekend, and uh, the cornerback the Worley, which I guess means Arnett is probably not going to be playing, but it, it was I just read that on online. Um, you, know, you were talking about the Hall of Fame yesterday.
4: Eli Manning,
16: you think he belongs in the Hall of Fame?
4: Well, on pure talent, I would say no. But as far as the rings, then you say, yeah, he's a lock because he played in New York. Uh, so yeah. he's in. He's as good as okay. in. Um, but there are quarterbacks that are worse than him in the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to cry about it when he goes in. The The interesting thing about Eli is that... Um, you know, he was always a very quiet guy, you know, for just it, it reminded me like a, a guy in a market like that kind of reminds me of Clayton Kershaw in L.A., just a, a quiet guy, not too brash. But uh, no. I, I remember, remember, too, Charlie, I'm a black heart. I think there should only be about 30 or 40 people in the Hall of Fame as it is. No,
16: I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, no, I, I agree with you. I think if you have to pause and think about it then you probably don't belong in there. I don't, I, I don't, he was a historically average quarterback, you know, outside of big games. And, and I don't know if that, to me, I don't think that's enough to put him in, but I was just curious what your take was on him because, you know, you, obviously us you ask giant fans around here, you know, oh yeah, we're you know, but, I and I don't hate the Giants. I'm not a hater. I Like you said, Eli Manning was very quiet. You know, he never, never was in the head, much like Derek Jeter. You never hear anything about him. Um, he, he went about his business. But I just thought statistically in his career, he was a very average quarterback for the most part. But, you know, I was just wondering what your take was. Uh, basketball question. Um, before well, I mentioned uh, before, uh, the clay injury that the Warriors were pushing to get uh, Hardy so I was reading online, and then they decided after that that they were going to go in a different direction but I was reading something online and, and this guy I think a Bay Area writer I don't forget his name but he made he made an argument that if he were the Warriors and if the Rockets were still open to moving him which appears he wants to get moved um, that he thinks a package of maybe Wiggins Weissman uh next year's one and a future one could possibly land him uh would you do that move if you would award yes him? you would you would package like next year's one and, and the, the two players and then uh, uh 20 say 2023 one
4: yes because I think we're going to be back to the um I can't even remember the name of the kid we drafted uh drafted last year in the first round uh Dominic, what was his name? Jordan, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Uh, And Jacob Evans. I think those are the guys we would be trading at this point. It would be tough to give up on Wiseman before he's dribbled one basketball. But, you know, with Harden, and then you have Curry on the court, and there's no Clay, I mean, he could do, he doesn't play, he doesn't do what KD does, obviously. He's a lot shorter. But, I would be excited about it, you know. I mean, it would be something to, even though he's a uh, supposed to be a headache and a me guy when it doesn't play any defense. I would still roll the dice on that.
16: Yeah, the writer's argument was that uh, with, with his with his great ISO abilities and him driving to the basket and, and defenses having to collapse on him, for, you know, time, the, the Curry would just be sitting out there with wide open threes. And then next year, you have. Assuming Clay comes back close to one hundred percent or whatever he comes back to, um, you know, the, and uh, Harden would be under two years of contract uh, is that that they would even be deadlier next year. But he the, the, the writer was pointing out just if he, th- he thinks they would be a lot better, uh, and I agree. Well, you, I, you're I'm you're basically
4: what you're doing for next or what you're doing for this year is you're saying you take Wiggins, we'll take Harden. Forget about the future. This year, does that make us better this year? Oh, absolutely. A
16: thousand percent. Yeah, Yeah. a thousand percent. Um, Okay. All right. That's all I got for you today, Rick. I'll keep listening and uh, talk to you soon, buddy.
4: Thank you very much. That's Charlie out there in Hell's Kitchen. And um, as much as it's freezing back there, I wish I was there. Like I said, I'd be on my way to Philadelphia today were it not for – or yesterday, whenever. I'd be in Philadelphia this week. And then uh, the last two times I went, I took an extra week. Because I I don't take any time off, usually. Um, I spent a a week in New York. In 2017, I spent a week living in Brooklyn and Crown Heights. And then two years ago, I lived in the East Village on St. Mark's Place, which is like right between 7th and 8th on between 1st and 2nd Avenue. Like literally across the street is Alphabet City over there. But it was, I mean, it's just so much fun. And I think, as an American, you really got to go to New York City just because everything you've seen your whole life and TV and the movies and all the the, the leagues, you know, NBA, NH, all these they're all headquartered in New York, right? It's basically the capital, our de facto capital of the country, but. For all the time, all these places I've been, I mean, I all the time I've spent in London and Paris and Rome and all, I spent two weeks in Rome when I was 18. I mean, just all these places, but I never really spent a considerable amount of time in, in New York City. So I just spent two weeks just, quote unquote, as a New Yorker, right? I mean, I wasn't going to work every day, but it's just so fun. And I know people, a lot of people don't like New York, because they think it's crazy, and um, I'm sure if you live there, it would get on your nerves after a while, just like any big city would, you know, but there's just nothing like it. There are only a couple places where you just being on the streets, you feel like a rock star. And I just, and, and plus if you're from, you know, if you were born and raised in Richmond and you own two different houses in Oakland, like I do, you're not scared by Brooklyn. I mean, if you, if you come from, some lily-white town, uh, <laughs> you might be scared by Bushwick. And, you know, not saying you should be, like, skipping down the street at 3 a.m. You're an idiot if you do that anywhere, really. But, um, anyway, <clears throat> good to talk to uh, Charlie out there. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, speaking of the NBA, um they There was a, a report from the league a couple days ago. They put out about their new COVID-19 rules and penalties. Have you seen in the NFL, the Raiders have already forfeited about a half a million dollars and a sixth round pick. The Saints have been hit, as some other teams as well. But the NBA put out a health and safety memo. Now, doesn't a memo usually mean one page or maybe... Two or three pages with a staple in it. This memorandum, this memo, 158 pages. And so what they did, you'll remember at Disneyland or Disney World in Florida was a massive financial and logistical undertaking, but they pulled it off outside of a guy going down across the street to pick up some Food or somebody going home for a family, um, you know, crisis. They pulled it off, but that will not be this case this season. And we've already seen with Warriors camp. The aforementioned James Wiseman has COVID. Draymond Green has COVID 19. So even with the best possible protocols, the pandemic is spreading at such an alarming rate right now that the infections are just going to be essentially unavoidable now with these teams, and they're going to be traveling city to city. And there's going to be players, coaches, team officials. Um, and by the way, those two with the Warriors, they were just part of the 48 players that tested positive in the NBA as they were coming into camp. 48. So 158-page health and safety document because the stakes are very high. And so the NBA is putting out a pretty draconian warning about severe punishments. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN says, The NBA has warned teams that protocol violations that lead to coronavirus spread impacting opposing teams and causing scheduled derailments could result in fine suspensions, adjustment or loss of draft choices, and game forfeitures. For players violating protocols this season, the league warrants that the possibility of in-season quarantined and reduced paychecks loom as possibilities. While the memo doesn't outline the length of quarantines, it says any such player may be subject to a proportionate adjustment to pay for any games missed during the period that the player is in quarantine and undergoing testing due to engaging in such activities or conduct. Now, here's the thing. What if Jackass Jones goes to the club, makes it rain, makes out with three strippers, coughs all over these other guys, and then all these meth heads cough on him, comes in and gets everybody sick, and now you're going to miss a game and miss out on your paycheck. And he said, players who engage in such activities, well, you can get side effects. I mean, uh, Mo Bamba of the Orlando Magic, speaking of Orlando, he got COVID in June. He says he is still dealing with side effects. And he has no timetable to his return. This is a young guy who just got picked two years ago in the draft. And that's the thing. A lot of COVID, well, not a lot, but there have been several cases. Of people who have the coronavirus who have been long-term cases and so that's why the NBA is stressing Um, look what's happening to the NFL and that's way more possible in basketball because the NFL flies eight times a year the NBA is going to be flying what more than 30 times a year to different cities so they're just saying if you get sick uh, you're going to have to pay that's going to sound great All right, I'm Rick Tittle, come on back on sports.
2: 800 410 4771. That's 800 410
11: 4771. Matthew. Oh. oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
12: I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
13: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but
3: I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care.
14: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
2: Hadel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive.
6: about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio.
4: Oh, bless your heart. we got another two hours to go. Actress Jennifer Freeman will join us at 1025. Other than that, open lines the rest of the way. And by the way, if you didn't hear yesterday, the aforementioned James Harden, who uh, we were talking about with Charlie, as the deteriorating relationship keeps spoiling down there in Houston between him, he has not reported for any practices and the new head coach there, Stephen Silas, has not Given much information, the first thing he said, which kind of sounded like reality, was, yes, it's a setback. But there have been some videos circulating around social media that Arden apparently partying across the country in Atlanta and Vegas. And I would say I'm going to go out on a limb here. I know this is a controversial take, but I would say that uh, partying right now, not a good idea. But apparently reports have surfaced that he wants to be traded to the Sixers or the Nets. I don't think Kyrie and KD want to share the ball in Brooklyn with James Harden. And being reunited with DeAntonio in Philadelphia, I mean, would he help two youngsters and Simmons and Embiid? Absolutely he would. But uh, yeah, Harden's not acting very mature. I think he's acting like he's back to Arizona State again right now. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on. Back.
0: Radio News with Lance Pride.
15: The state of Texas has filed a lawsuit against four swing states in the 2020 election, saying the state's flawed election counting has led to disenfranchising Texas's electorals. President Trump weighs in Tuesday.
9: And hopefully,
7: the next administration will be the Trump administration because you can't steal. Hundreds of thousands of votes. You can't have fraud and deception and then slightly win a swing state. Let's see if they have the courage, whether it's a justice of the Supreme Court or a number of justices of the Supreme Court.
15: Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin are listed as defendants because the electorals clause was violated along with due process and equal protection. The states have until Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern to respond to the United States Supreme Court. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Dallas Cowboys 34-17 on Tuesday Night Football. USA Radio News.
6: We've all heard it, eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is, whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only $0.22 a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-2468-751 and use discount code USA.
15: If Joe Biden becomes president, one of his picks in his cabinet is getting flack from critics. USA Radio News Tim Berg has more.
4: California Attorney
7: General Javier Becerra is being asked to serve as Secretary of Health and Human Services in a Joe Biden administration. The pick has many people scratching their heads as Becerra has no health care experience. Republican Senator from Arkansas Tom Cotton is no
15: fan of the pick as well. Let's just go through the problems with this nomination. So first, he supports Medicare for All, second, he's a true radical on abortion, third, Look at what's happened in California during this pandemic. He has been on the forefront of locking down that entire state. Javier Becerra will be Joe Biden's nationwide lockdown enforcer. That audio courtesy of Fox and Friends
0: from the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau. I'm Tim Berg.
15: Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. We are USA Radio News.
14: Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at YouMove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com.
15: A rare NFL game on Tuesday night saw the Baltimore Ravens hand the Dallas Cowboys their ninth loss of the season, 34-17. Just before the game, former Dallas wide receiver, now with Baltimore, Dez Bryant, tested positive for the China virus. Head coach John Harbaugh says the positive test left the team a man short.
16: It's a big challenge. You know, I mean, the timing of this thing is it's a crazy kind of a deal, but we'd already turned in our inactives, and, uh, and then we were informed. Bear came down and told me that um, Dez had a... Um, an inconclusive test, and they were retesting uh, one of the one of the quick tests they have, the Mesa test, and we had to wait on that. And uh, in the meantime, the league told us we would not be allowed to bring a different player up if he if he tested positive. But if he tested positive, that he wasn't going to be allowed to play. My understanding that they did all the contact tracing, all the procedures were followed as far as any other player is concerned. But then they came back out while we were on the field in pregame warm-ups and said that uh, he had tested positive, and so he would not be allowed to play. And that's where we were at. So we played with a man short on that one.
15: Sunday, the Cowboys are at the Bengals. The Ravens will be in Cleveland for Monday Night Football. If you're looking for that new video card to step up your computer gaming experience, let's hope AMD's Radeon RX 6900 XT graphics card wasn't on your short list. It sold out within minutes of going online at 6 a.m. Pacific Tuesday. The $999 graphics card was tough to purchase during Tuesday's day one sales. Fans of AMD complained there were not enough of the cards built to meet the demands. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry.
4: what what what's going on we're talking some sports get in and get heard one 800 play hey 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 ho 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 your ugly face has got to go hey hey ho ho it's always a uh, good protest here hey hey ho ho whatever rhymes with ho hey hey uh we got another a uh, couple hours together and it's nice to have you uh, with us look at some mlb rumors from the Hot Stove League. I'll also, be speaking with Practice Jennifer Freeman coming up in the last 20 minutes. I want to talk to you. It's all about y'alls and your calls. So get in the queue and we'll talk to you. 1 800 878 Play. 1 800 878 7529. Tune in app, Power Radio app, Stitcher app. Stitched up. Charlie mentioned the Raiders, brought in Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware was the guy who was the starting running back for the Chiefs. when team Hunt, boot, remember that, that whole thing. Jamal Charles got hurt. He was the starter as well. He was always the guy who kind of filled in. And, uh, won a uh, Super Bowl ring with the uh, Seahawks as a, uh, as a rookie. Uh, even though he didn't play. Then the Chiefs signed him as backup, second Super Bowl, and he didn't play either. He's got two Super Bowl rings. You said, mm, I didn't play in the game. Uh, just say, look, I was on the team, I get a ring, yeah. So, 1 800 play, 1 800 877529. Tune it up, iHeartRadio up, Stitcher up. U.S. military and our allies listening on American Forces Radio Network. Hear that I've that I've heard that I've heard that have heard that I've heard. Lip, 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 lip. lip. A great job wherever you are. I'm on your side. Keep up the good work. Tune in app. I think I said that. Oh, CRN Digital Plus Two, the cable radio network channel two, five million homes if you got cable and lay some cable as well. Follow sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Open lines one 878 Play. Come on back.
7: Sales are rising quickly, but without another lead baker, Dale's Bakery is going to feel the heat.
4: Hey, you're baking
10: alone today. I have to handle this order for the restaurant down the street. Cool, but who's going to handle the pastries?
7: He needs to hire. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com/credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply.
8: As a professional painter, you know your customers want a flat finish, but don't want to pay the price of fighting dirt, grime, and scuffs. Use new Bare Ultra Scuff Defense from The Home Depot for a beautiful flat finish plus stain and scuff defense. And that price starts at just $29.60 a gallon. And that's before the Pro Extra discount. A flat paint that's too tough to scuff. Behr Ultra Scuff Defense, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Available online and in select stores.
4: Yeah, Rick Tittle. What you got? 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. You know, more controversy, as we like to say in England. You're not English. I'm I'm not. Sorry. I dropped my phone. Um, But how about this? And we heard this a couple days ago, too. The Knight Commission would like to see major college football form their own division and separate from the NCAA. You talk about earth-shattering. That would be it. Now, we heard that, right? But why would that be? The new football entity, by the way, they've already got a name for it. The NCFA, the National College Football Association, and the National Football College Association would be made up of all the subdivision schools, 130 schools. And they would be funded by the college football playoffs. That's how much money the playoffs make. Interesting. Interesting. So the new group would manage all issues related to education, health, safety, litigation, eligibility, revenue, revenue distribution, everything. That would leave the NCAA to govern only basketball as its major revenue-generating sport at D1. It would continue to oversee all other called minor sports at that point that so by the way the NCAA is made up of 1100 schools 350 plus of those play D1 basketball so the recommendations were shared with the NCAA president Mark Emmer and uh, they did not have a comment yet so this night Commission has been around for over thirty years. It is a reform-minded reform college athletics watchdog organization that's based in Washington D.C. Okay, and the commission—they used to have this long-standing frustration that the bowl division and the Power Five conferences have a weighted advantage on NCAA voting issues particularly when it comes to the revenue distribution and despite the NSA not sponsoring a championship and um, the night commission co-chair Arnie Duncan who was the secretary of edu- education under Obama said quote this governance structure has been broken It's been disproportionately controlled by those with a small interest in not looking out for every athlete in every sport, end quote. So if there was a breakaway from NCAA by major football schools, um, and we've speculated that for years, but, you know, criticism of the lack of faith in the NCAA from all the members, especially during the pandemic, I don't think. This move is imminent, but major college sports are reaching a tipping point. The NCAA is defending multiple lawsuits attacking the amateurism model. We know about that in California as well. Um, we had the Northwestern team a couple of years ago that was going to boycott unless they got paid as athletes, not just students under scholarship. The name, image, likeness rights with the O'Bannon case, we had that. And now um, a lot of states have okayed making money off your likeness as far as like Olympic athletes with sponsorships. You're not a professional athlete, but you can get paid for holding up a can of Coke, whatever, wearing ski boots. Athlete empowerment is on the rise. And the, the schools are increasingly trying to go to the federal government and trying to keep the status quo. So the Knight Commission contends that the NCAA governance is no longer keeping pace with this rapid commercial growth, particularly football. So if you create the NCFA, it would end the NCAA's what they call, quote, financially dysfunctional system of governance where the NCAA absorbs expenses for major college football without receiving financial benefits. Specifically, the commission says that the NCAA is on the hook for FBS expenses and enforcement, catastrophic insurance, legal services, health and safety administration without sharing in the playoff riches. Now you say, well, how much does, how much do the, uh, the playoffs make $475 million per year in media rights revenue from ESPN? 80% of that goes to the power five. And so the NCAA derives more than 80% of its annual revenue from March Madness, so the new model would recognize NCAA governance around basketball as well. All Division One schools have one thing in common: they all offer the sport of basketball. That's the only sport that has 100% of the members offer, and that will fund the NCAA's operation. After that, now I know this is a little bit boring when we get into finances and such things, and it's sometimes it's hard to follow the money. Uh, deep throat, but. If the NCAA breaks off, I mean, if the NCFA breaks off from the NCAA, they believe that the association would then adhere more to the core principles of higher education. So a commission member named Jacques McClendon, who works for the Los Angeles Rams, he said, quote, what we're trying to recommend here is not the wild, wild west. What we see is an opportunity for better alignment. The CFP operates outside of the NCAA. Power 5 sits on the fringe of the NCAA for better or worse, end quote. So the recommendations will be presented to the NCAA presidential forum made up of one CEO from each of the 32 E1 conferences. And this is the kind of thing like, you know, in the Senate, All states are equal, and House of Representatives states are unequal based on their population. I think that's a pretty, and I know the Greeks started it, but it's a pretty genius way of looking at things. You know, why is is, uh, California not worth more than Vermont? Well, in the House, it is, based on how many citizens you have. In the Senate, it's not. Every state gets two senators. So... When you, get, when you have the CEOs of all 32 D1s conferences, at that point, it's more like the Senate. And the night co-chair, Carol Cartwright, said, Often we've made recommendations people have thought were pie in the sky, but as more people have gotten into the discussions here, the ideas have taken hold. And by the way, they said they did a poll, and they said 61% of Power 5 schools supported breaking away. Now, they did this. Now, this isn't amateur sports, but I remember in 1992 when the Premier League broke away from the Football League to form, it was basically to form their own TV deals. And they went from 22 teams to the present 20. And they, the thing I didn't understand is that the system of relegation and promotion would remain the same, uh, but it has. And those teams in lower divisions get way less money than they used to way less more of the money goes to the big teams which is the way they had it designed in the first place so um, just something to keep in mind not so much this exact issue but just the fact that as I said athlete empowerment is on the rise and you know if they split away I, I could not care less if they split away or not it doesn't affect me we just want to watch college football right Right? All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. We'll speak with uh, Jennifer Freeman on the other side.
2: That's 877 360 0402.
0: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
1: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
0: Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to
1: tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help.
2: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
11: Matthew. Oh. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
12: I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
13: I mean, let's be honest, no kid likes rules, but I get why we have them.
3: I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most.
12: Hey, want a drink?
3: No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead.
12: Thanks, Mom. For never giving up and always
14: being my biggest fan.
13: Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations.
6: Thank you for talking.
14: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
10: It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
6: Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning.
4: Yes, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented actress Jennifer Freeman. She's here to talk about her new movie. It is called The Bows of Holly. It's going to be on Ion Television, your home for the holidays. It'll be at September at 7 o'clock. Pacific, and we'll have additional air dates as well. Jennifer, um, welcome to the show, and first of all, I have to ask you about my wife and kids, just because I spent a lot of time in England, and I was amazed at how obsessed the English nation was with that show, and dare I say, they liked it more than America did. Did you get a lot of feedback from over there?
17: Wow, really? (laughs) That's um, very interesting you know i i went to paris last summer and i have to say i was really surprised at how many people recognized me from that show they you know i i don't speak french but they kept coming up to me and you know like claire claire and so um (laughs) i you know i i did i had no idea i mean i on social media they've they've definitely found me uh, on there, um, but I, but I just, you know, before that, I had no idea how popular the show was over there, so it was very interesting.
4: You also kind of feel very cool. Yes, and you also kind of feel. I know this is a weird question, but someone who started off so young, and now, dare I say, mm-hmm. I know I'm not supposed to, but now that you're in your thirties, do you kind of go, Phew, I made it. I was not a <laughs> child star who went nuts. <laughs>
17: well uh, yes i mean i guess when you put it that way yes um yeah i i do feel very fortunate to continue to be able to do what i love to do i started acting when i was nine years old as a hobby my mom told me you know like jennifer you can you can do this as long as you go to school and you keep up your grades and then you know, I started booking stuff, and then it just ended up, you know, I wanted to do this as a career, and so now, having my own child, I'm just, I'm very, very thankful to have been able to sustain a career, um, and yeah, it, it, it's it's, a, it's amazing, and so I'm really excited about um, this new project I have, Bows of Holly, which comes out this Saturday on... Um, six seven central on ion television um and i love christmas movies i feel very fortunate and blessed that we were able to film this during a pandemic um and so that makes it even more special uh you know that we were able to do something that we really love to do and christmas movie is obviously a very happy movie about love and and so um so we really wanted to be able to put a smile on people's faces during, you know, this holiday season. So I, I hope that everyone will tune in and watch.
4: Well, let's talk about the plot. You are, obviously, Holly, the main protagonist. And you have a fiancé who kind of starts to lag. And you make a new friend. Does that kind of sum it up?
17: <laughs> um. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I play Holly. I own a greeting card store. I'm a bit of a type A personality. I am one of those people who has, you know, every year planned out, mapped out, vision board, this is what we're doing each year, by the book. And, you know, as we all know, life doesn't work that way. So um, she, you know, has this plan to get married because she has, you know, things to do. And this, you know, this this plan for her life, and to her boyfriend, she proposes, and it, he ends up saying he wants to go with his ex. So she planned this in this um, this engagement trip for them, this like romantic holiday, and so she ends up, you know, she already paid for it, so she ends up, you know, going on the trip um, anyway, and the sleigh driver who is Johnny Picard. His um, character's name is Jake. He, um, he is her, like, tour guide around the city and while she's staying there. And he is the complete opposite of her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend. So he is a gentleman. He is sweet. He is adventurous. He's caring, kind. He's just a really good guy. And... Um, you know, as with all the Christmas movies, we can kind of see where this is going. Um, but it's, it's such a sweet movie. It's really, um, it's just, it, it's a really, it'll get you in the Christmas spirit. And it's a, it's a really cute love story.
4: And for people, by the way, we're speaking with Jennifer Freeman, the new movie, Bows of Holly, on Ion TV. Um, Ion Television, for people who don't know, it started off as PAX TV, And that was the the owner, Bud Paxson. But it was supposed to be like Peace TV and, you know, not a lot of crazy stuff. Then it was rebranded Independent TV. And then ION kind of took off, I don't know, maybe about a a dozen years ago. But this is getting a lot more distribution in the last five years, doesn't it?
17: Yeah, I I think it has been. And I think, you know, I think they do a really good job with their, you know, holiday movies and And stuff. So I'm really excited to be able to um, be a part of the Ion Television Home for the Holidays Christmas family.
4: Now, you're also a stage actress, and I'm thinking about dream roles for a young girl and Dorothy and The Wiz to ease (laughs) on down, ease on down the road. (laughs) How fun was that?
17: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely very little. Um, Yeah, I mean, I started acting when I was very young. So I would sing around the house and, you know, my mom was just like, what is wrong with this kid? You know, like, I mean, I that was all (laughs) I did. I know every child does that, but like I was on a thousand, you know, and uh, so I love the stage. And that was uh, a movie that I always watched with my mom. So uh, so that was a lot of fun.
4: So, Last question for yes, you. I, I, I remember hearing Ryan Gosling <laughs> say that when he first started acting, he would show up for an audition. And he said there would be 10 guys who looked exactly like me. And I thought, how am I going to get a part? Mm. So yes, you're very beautiful, but you get to Hollywood and you have to separate yourself from the other pretty faces and you have to do it with your acting prowess. So how were you able to become such a good actress?
17: Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, even, you know, I think it's really just about having confidence in in who you are because, right, you know, every, there, like you said, there's a million girls who are beautiful or who look just like you, you know, and I really think it's just about being authentically yourself because it's you, you know, it, it's you that sets you apart from the other person, no matter what that other person looks like. It's your essence. It's you know, the gifts that God has given you. And so it's just trusting and relying on that and not really on your physicalities or anything else. And just really trying to, you know, be vulnerable. I think at the end of the day, it's really just, you know, you know, leaving people with a slice of who you are. And um, I think the best actors and actresses you know, that we watch, that is why we like them, like Angelina Jolie, you know, she is one of my favorite actresses, but I, you know, we like her, I love her because she's so raw and vulnerable in any character she plays, she's, you know, she's Angelina in that, you know, character and and really just showing her truth, so, so that, um, that, I, I think it's just about being, you know, Staying true to yourself and, and not and not being in competition with anyone else and not looking at it in that way and just, you know, just shining, you know, and, and that's that's why, you know, we're we're all here.
4: Very well said. Jennifer Freeman, actress, you can see her in Bows of Holly this weekend on ION TV. It's going to re-air on Christmas Eve as well. Go to iontelevision.com for more information. Jennifer, congratulations on the film. Great to have you on the show. And I look forward to having you on again sometime.
17: Yes, thank you so much. And Merry Christmas. <laughs>
4: okay, thank you. Um, and by the way, in, I believe it was May or June, we had the director of a movie called Castles in the Ground. It was an Imogen Poots movie. I finally saw that a couple days ago. Whew, that is a dark, dark, dark depressing movie (laughs) dark and depressing movie um but and it's also one of those cases kind of like this one where i think the 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 guy that, that jennifer freeman falls for is not good looking enough for her. that's the thing that killed me about when harry met sally billy crystal the way you know he does not go with meg ryan and i love billy crystal but it was just such, like, she would never go for a guy who looked like that. That's, that's what I thought at the time. Now I don't give a damn. But anyway, it was kind of the same thing in that movie Castles on the Ground. Like, Imogene Poots would not be going for this kid in real life. <laughs> All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. We got open lines the rest of the way.
8: painter, you know your customers want a flat finish, but don't want to pay the price of fighting dirt, grime, and scuffs. Use new Bear Ultra Scuff Defense from the Home Depot for a beautiful flat finish, plus stain and scuff defense. And that price starts at just $29.60 a gallon. And that's before the Pro Extra discount. A flat paint that's too tough to scuff. Bear Ultra Scuff Defense only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Available online and in select stores.
2: Paid for by Airtime Media. Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil,
5: the right filter, at the right price every day. Get five quarts of full synthetic Mobile One, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and 2 times Speed Perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating car quest locations. See store for details.
0: You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece.
6: sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass.
4: That's some messed up stuff, but as I said, the rest of the show is available for your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. By the way, we'll have a lot of Army-Navy guests tomorrow, uh, Rocky Blyer, Napoleon McCallum. Friday, Jan Wall, also Olympic gold medal swimming star, Joseph Schooling gave the competition a schooling, didn't he? Um, I was just talking about, um, I don't know, a half hour ago about how minor league baseball was kind of saved in the Appalachian and Pioneer Leagues. But this story just came down the wire. And that is there are five minor league clubs in Iowa and three have been offered major league affiliations. The Iowa Cubs which has been the AAA affiliate for the Cubs for a long time, they have been offered to continue that partnership with the club. The Cedar Rapids Colonels, K-E-R, like corn, they have been an uh, A affiliate of the Twins. That's low A. That's the Midwest League. And the Quad City River Bandits, which has been the low A affiliate of the Astros, were also offered... Um, an invitation by the Royals. As I said, <clears throat> the Royals had given up Idaho Falls. So there's a lot of shuffling going around. That's the good news. The bad news is the future doesn't look as bright for two other teams, the Burlington Bees and the Clinton Lumber Kings. The Burlington Bees were also, um, and the, the Bees and Lumber Kings were both Midwest low-A affiliates. Miami and the Angels respectively the burlington bees were also a couple of times the low a affiliate in the midwest league of the oakland a's in fact not just a few years ago they were before they switched to the beloit snappers and i believe that was uh vita blues first professional team were the burlington bees on that team was keith Lippman, believe it or not but um so that leaves burlington and clinton ha- trying to have some other options and that is just trying to join a college summer baseball league or trying to weasel their way into an indie league. But that's a crushing blow to both towns. And the writing has been on the wall for a while. We know that. Baseball America published the 42 teams that were in danger uh, before this. And the, the, the Lumber Kings and the Bees and the River Bandits were all on the list and as i said the uh, the river bandits were able to um get themselves off the list from that offer from Kansas City but i just try to <clears throat> try to figure out more how this helps major league baseball and how it helps is it cuts down on cost i mean that's that's the bottom line but i just mean You know, there's and I don't want to be so Pollyannish that I think that, oh, there's more important things than money when it comes to business. And there's not. There's just not. That's all that matters in business. And I don't think that's an evil thing. I just think that's an unfortunate thing. You know, look, this is a um, it's a democratic country we're in and this is what we do. You know, we're allowed to make all the money we want if we can legally anyway (laughs) and illegally. As Bill Burr always says, that banks is just legalized loan sharking. And he said a banker can drive his big, fancy Rolls Royce down the street. And everybody goes, wow, he's a successful guy. But he says if a loan shark does it, everyone's like, oh, what a crook. And he says a bank is just legalized loan sharking. And you'd say, well, yeah, I guess that's true in a way. But anyway, getting back to my point is um, I just think about these towns. Look, if the San Jose Giants went away, which they haven't, but if the San Jose Giants went away, San Jose is going to be fine. Okay, They'll be fine. Uh, And not just because they have the Sharks. They can drive to see two baseball teams and a football team and major college and basketball, NBA, everything. But you pull a team out of some of these cornfields and these dirt towns and these backwaters. It's just, it's killer. And a lot of them have traditions which go back 100 years. And it's just, uh, it's sad. That's all I got to say. Let's just say it. Let's look at some of the rumors from the winter meetings today because um you know last year when we got to the Wednesday of the winter meetings we had already had Garrett's Garrett Cole going to the Yankees and Anthony Rendon to the Angels. Um this time around it's mostly crickets outside of the White Sox trading for Lance Lynn and signing Adam Eaton. But let's go down to Vegas with our old buddy Frank. What's going on, Frank?
18: Uh, I'm becoming decrepit, senile, and uh, um, sedentary. The the Mm -hmm. healthiest lifestyle in America. Um, But uh, something, Spurn, I've been trying to call you Monday, uh, actually before, but when I heard the uh, three Raiders that are being nominated for the Hall of Fame, um, uh, can you name them for me real quick? Uh, Hello?
4: (laughs) Is this this breaking news?
18: No, it, it, well, it it, it was, it was kind of. I, I just saw the three Raiders that have been nominated for the Hall of, Hall of Fame. All right, well, hold and on. We'll, uh, well, hold on. Oh, you, I thought okay. you would know here, off the top here, of your head.
4: Here it is. <laughs> I, it's uh, Charles Woodson, Eric Allen, and Richard Seymour. Um, Eric Allen, of course, played for New Orleans forever. Richard Seymour is going to be known as a Patriot. Charles Woodson began and ended his career with the Raiders. He was a, uh, of course, NFL defensive MVP with the with the Packers. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah they, Eric they, Allen. What...
18: Sorry. Uh, okay, so so they they are, but I I just never recalled them as Raiders. That you just answered my 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 dilemma, my problem. I'm like I I don't remember those guys. That, that, that them and the Raiders. Just I I wasn't connecting the dots um y- yeah, the you were a that. first round
4: pick to get seymour and i remember he came in and he said old number 93 is gonna and they said that number's taken and he goes i mean old number 92 is gonna do <laughs> yeah. all he can um i do um yeah i'm looking at the list right now it's funny this list got uh, it got by me um i think eric allen is a lock um i think charles woodson is also a lock the way he i mean i wouldn't have said that once he left but the way he came back and the way he ended his career i think he's a lock and i think richard seymour um i think he's going to make it too i think all three are going to make it
18: oh wow okay i did yeah and uh um, not to be a uh a prick so to speak but you know we're not spring chickens in a list getting by you uh Shouldn't shouldn't shock you uh, uh, at this juncture of uh, we're not we're we're not holding uh, we're holding the short end of the stick now, but I shall not digress. Uh, did you happen to see um, the last um, forty seconds of the Raider game? uh, this past watched Sunday. the
4: entire, I've watched every second of every Raider game this year. Even the <laughs> Did you see blowout.
18: Boomer Esaias when they went to the, uh, uh, I forget what they call those people after the game. You know, the guys that do the halftime, the uh, the NFL players, Terry Brad, anyway. what do they call?
4: Uh, the, the show, commentator, you see pundits, hosts, whatever, uh, anchors.
18: Yeah. Did you see Boomer Esaias? Let's see. It's, you know, a hail Mary's coming. And, uh, uh, the raider receiver does not get open once, but he gets open twice. And the faint attempt at chasing him down, um, uh, they have a show called, a segment of the new show here in Vegas called The Rant. And just fans like your listeners that uh, don't bet on games were calling in and said, um, if there ever was a fix, this had to be it. it wasn't uh, a fix. Say-
4: <laughs> Hello? I try, I try to explain to people that's not a fix. <laughs> what is it? Because the guy lost his job. Do you really think he's going to try to end his career? Do you think that cornerback who's a fringe player is going to end his career for that? These guys were trying. There was a stupid play. That's the play that was called. And these guys didn't have the talent enough to let a track star not get behind them. They were, it was not a fix.
18: Okay, well, well, uh, um, what are the odds that this uh, uh, cornerback is going to be picked up by another team?
4: Well, he's still there. The defensive coordinator got fired, and a lot of people no, the said defensive that's what coordinator, he wanted. To, okay.
18: Yeah. Okay. Well, I, uh, you, uh, all right. I, I, I just yeah. wanted to hear, and you know, uh, I, I'm not trying to uh, uh, disparage, but. Uh, 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 I, I felt after I saw uh, you, the two things on Raiders, you popped in. Have have you been to Allegiant Stadium? Have you come down to see a Raider game yet?
4: I will only step foot in that stadium for the Super Bowl or the World Cup.
18: Well, I was going to tell you something that I've been meaning to do, but this, uh, this uh, alleged uh, virus um, <laughs> uh, has it to where uh, they're not doing it. But for 20 bucks... You can take a tour of the Allegiant Stadium without having to, uh, uh, you know, they'll take you all around the, the, the pre, you know, the, uh, oh, those big booths. Uh, uh, you know, I, I forget what you call them where you have a kitchen and everything. Uh, luxury the, box. Yeah, you know, they'll take you through the luxury. You know, they'll show you a luxury box. Uh, they'll take you all over the place for twenty buck tour, and I think that's a pretty good deal. And I, I, I say I will spend twenty bucks for that. But uh, uh, given what I've seen, and, and, and also, oh, I, I will I will leave you with this parting shot. Um, the Steeler game that was on it took the undefeated Steelers were not, not televised, not even here in Vegas. We have potentially, at, at the maximum time, seven and a half to eight, almost eight sports. You know, some talk radio will do sports, or they flip over to the Raider game. They, they, we we have potentially eight stations that can cover a game. We did not have the the Steeler game on the radio or on TV, and the Steelers lost. That's all I, I know. Got that that for was you. the entire
4: good. west of west of the Rockies. That was the case. Uh, good. I said good day, sir. Good day to you, Frank. Yes, and that's because a lot of these stations didn't want to op- uh, interrupt Oprah, or Donahue, or Whatever it was, Bilco, whatever they were showing. If you know, get the Bilco reference. You'll get the Millie Helper reference. Uh, these these stations have their programming, and it's thrust upon them at the last second. You can have a game with two East Coast teams, and a lot of these stations are affiliated, and they're told, "Don't do it." A lot of them, which we call O and O, meaning owned and operated. I guess maybe they could have, but. Listen, and this whole thing about fixes, you know how many people would have had to have been in on that fix? You know, was, was Derek Carr in on it, knowing that, you know, overthrow Aguilar, but then hit? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, to me, the Holocaust deniers or the COVID-19 deniers, you know how many people would have to be on the payroll and keep their mouths shut to make the coronavirus a hoax? And then what? Were a million people on this planet murdered? Were they all killed to pretend like they have a virus? Whatever. There's no. There was no fix. Are there fixes sometimes? Yes. That was not a fix. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
2: Again, that's eight hundred five one six twenty four ninety nine. 516 2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct.
11: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote,
2: That's 800-410-4771
0: You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious!
6: Tiddle is a majestic stallion.
4: All right, you know there are a lot of times in college, especially in football where it's like Nebraska will play San Jose State. Why? Why? Because they want a big fat check and they will give them upwards of maybe a million dollars to come in and lose. How about this? K-State, Kansas State. Scheduled Division Two, Fort Hayes State. And remember, the Wildcats are coming off an 11-win season, but they are now 1-4 with a very embarrassing home loss. By the way, Fort Hayes State was 0-3 against D2 competition. They led at halftime. They opened up an 11-point lead. Then they won 81-68. to That is the tanning of a hide. Remember the Wildcats had won consecutive 25-win seasons. They were as high as number 18 last year, but under this new coach, Bruce Weber. Weber, what an oh, what an upset, an upset. And after the game, Bruce Weber said, "I apologize. I'm disappointed. No excuses. I'm the boss." done really good things here but right now this is just not a special thing and i just hope they stick with us we've got a young group they were supposed to play butler but butler had covid issues so they threw in k-state which is a university about 160 miles down the road k-state that's what you get come on back for another hour